0: right from the beginning, which is... Hey, we're
1: cool. we live. Welcome to measure man. I'm sure oh, you can hear that.
0: What's going on, man?
2: I'm glad you're on, here today. Son. Thanks for having I'm me. I'm glad you brought your Air Max. Yeah, Dude, I had to break sweet. them out, bro.
0: Hey, had those nice. We both got Air Maxes. I just Max got Adidas on. I
2: just got some original Adidas ah, on. Bro. Yeah. Because i skate. Yeah, I mean...
0: Like, yeah, what I like I mean what's up? There's
2: really no... Right, don't get me wrong. I'll
0: fuck up a pair of Jordans if I have to. Yeah, I like what how the we got the, that. <laughs> Did you guys see that?
2: Yeah, but oh, you know yeah. what? That's mandatory after somebody says some shit like that. That's what fuck I'm saying. Yeah, You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Are, I mean, I'm like, the very police very just, or the, the fire trucks just start to say that. Like, we got a code red. Yeah, you said, I'll fuck up a cone red, red or it or it electric cave. Like somebody said they're going to fuck up some the Four safe. brothers were like.
1: 40 brothers Four. That's what, that was a bit. Anyways, moving on, dude. Yeah, we're starting this podcast just fucking all over the place. We're going to.
2: We're gonna have a pretty relaxed Friday with my buddy here, Trent. Trent. Trent here Trent. Trent Uehar. Hair. You or you her? I like the hair. It O'Hare? sounds better.
1: Sounds like something in my hair. You know. That's like. That's what are you like guys some, trying to talk in French or some shit? What the fuck is that? That's name? like some Joe Dirt shit. Oh, is that your name? Your last name? Yeah. Uehar. Oh, you oh, O'Hare. Yeah. O'Hare. Oh, we could have left that out. Um, Trent oh, Over. is a client of Rick's I cut his No, hair he's a client of Electric
2: Haven he's, He is He's hoard around every barber Since <laughs> Dude, this, this place opened Well, I mean, let's be honest Let's be real Who'd you start with? Nate. Nathan Alright he, he likes good out. haircuts as yeah. well And is. then things sure. didn't work out with you guys there So you moved on to someone else Who'd you move to? The non-binary Justin. barbers oh. Okay, Justin The non-binary all right, <laughs> and then you didn't, you weren't feeling that. So, what, where, know, where, where mean, did Goldie go after feeling that? Feeling Justin, everybody was feeling Justin. Yeah.
0: I, I was, I was with Justin for a hot minute, man. What? But what? Happened? That dude's got some talent. Did he just get booked? up out, out you, um, No, you know what? So what happened was, I was with Justin. Dude uh, probably felt like a solid year. I mean, that's that's who i was known to for like a year and then he was booked one day and i really needed to get a haircut uh-huh. and rick stepped up and then uh, did i, I step like, up or were they he, like you know, we got rid there he doesn't want to take you but he's open and they're no, like yeah no no oh, oh. no no dude you're excited you're like oh my gosh you know, I was like, all right cool and then that's literally all we said to each other we didn't talk like my entire first haircut. No, I was like, uh, "Yeah, you're, you're like, so It's it. way too cute." Well, uh, what I it like is? It's yeah, it's probably good. It's good
2: probably just because I I wasn't um, thinking that it was gonna go anywhere. You know, I you was just like, give "I'm give just gonna cut chance, your hair dude. one time," and so I'm not gonna go bother making comments. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna see you one time. So
0: it's like your bro- like your brother helping your girl out with a ride. It's like super quiet the whole time. Yeah, yeah that was probably you know, kind of awkward yeah, for you. Yeah. Well, what's we'll so what happened after? It was awkward because Justin was staring at me at the whole time.
2: He was. <laughs> he was. There was a lot of tension. He you
0: know, you Cut the tension. Around, um, yeah, no, so me and Rick didn't talk pretty much that entire haircut. And uh. then, uh, I don't know, I was just like, dude, he killed it. And then I came back to him. And it wasn't until like mm-hmm. the third, yeah, like the third time. Then we started talking about DMT. Oh. And then me and you just clicked. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because you know, because we were both like kind of feeling that like spiritual
1: fascinated thing. about yeah, the that, like that
0: yeah, yeah that fascination yeah. of you yeah, know, psychedelics and. Stuff My mom like that. sent me a text message last night. that said that the exact words
1: were, "What's an ayahuasca retreat?" <laughs> <laughs> when I, I was I, like, "You should do it." Let <laughs>
0: uh, uh, you know out some demons. Yeah, demon, so yeah. I'm, I'm not even alive. My mom. So I was
2: like, oh. Right on. And, Did she fall asleep? Yeah. Is she yeah. all right?
0: I uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, she went to bed like right after, and I just stayed up and kicked
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> woke up. Woke up. Went straight to the fridge. We pens uh, work pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So Trent, he gets his haircut here at Electric Haven. Uh, he's he's been tossed around a little bit. Um. Yeah. We'll in life from that and in haircuts, but uh. Exactly let's talk about some of the tossing around that you do outside of the barber shop and I don't mean like feed the geese I mean um, what you do as far as your hobbies because uh, I think it's pretty interesting some of the things you like to do outside
2: hold on of the one place. I want to mention never I never mind you I know won't the do elf, that thanks Rick I know I know the elephant you uh, like to <laughs> You like to talk. I like to talk. Well, I like to fight. First of all, so you're in the MMA, but you're also in a fishing. That's all I want to say. We'll touch on fishing in a second. But.
1: So in a roundabout way, what I was just trying to do is establish a, some dialogue between Trent and the rest of our viewers and listeners. And then Rick came through with his fucking small ass shirt dun, 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 and dun, just dun. fucked that whole whole on, subway dude. of information going to Trent. because you sure guys didn't realize did. Trent is a fighter. All right, that's what I was trying to suggest. He's a a fighter, fighter. you know. He's not a firefighter. He's not a a water fighter. He's a he's an MMA fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, So maybe we can in we can engage in you know you sharing what it's like to be a fighter.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, maybe some of
1: your the the different uh, styles or things
0: that you study aspects. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it all really started when I was young, Uh, like. Real young, I I got in my first fight when I was like six, man. It was uh, it was with a uh, third grader named I to- <clears throat> named Tony, Tony from Philly. Tony, <laughs> he, kept, he kept saying, "I'm Tony from Philly." I'm Who's Tony from Philly. Fuck Philly? Rick up. <laughs> <Farking laughs> Throw right. no, a roundhouse too fast. They're wearing the same size shirt, actually. Same uh, size. <laughs> I just playing,
1: bro.
2: I'm just playing. There's some there's some weird cuts going on under the
0: shirt, <laughs> well, let's <laughs> move on. Let's move on. for Yeah, so. Place. I mean, really, it started when I was really young. Uh, I just like to fight, man. I just, uh, I mean, it's got me in my fair share of trouble. Um, I pretty much fought every every day when I was living in New Mexico, um, whether it was just getting picked on for being white or getting picked on because you know, I was struggling with uh, Tourette's syndrome and kind of walking around looking weird, twitching, you know, that or shit like that, you know, shit that kids like to make fun of. Uh-huh. uh but you know exactly like what Rick said like you know people like to not their mouth
1: or like to buy. Hey, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. white 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 kids and white people get picked on too. So you know, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know. Yep. I got picked
2: the, on. I still get picked on this very day by my good friends here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I, I, told you, you, I told you. I told you I like that Yo.
1: Shirt, um, I get picked on all the time. Well, I used to get picked on. Now. I just,
0: that's what I'm talking well, about, dude. I that's kindness. A, that's it. Yeah. That's the that aura, That's the aura. Yeah.
2: That's exactly the vibe. them yeah. with kindness. That's
0: yeah. what I like to do. You know,
2: What's just that? them.
0: You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, just that. There's, there's no time. There's no reason. Like, you say Handle. your shit, man. Leave me alone.
1: What uh? Yeah. What got you into wanting to do? You know, like a, a more educated, you know, what form was the, of martial arts, or and, you know, what was your first? introduction to you know whatever fight medium you chose
0: yeah so i mean really it, it all kind of happened by like a weird chance uh so my first uh, actual martial arts studio uh was michael westbrook's brazilian jiu-jitsu academy um, and if you guys don't know Michael Westbrook, he was a uh, wide receiver for the um, mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals and the Washington Redskins. Um, he threw like a Hail Mary in college and it kind of blew him up, uh, beat up his teammate. <laughs> what, what was his name? Stephen,
1: we'll Stephen, say, something. we'll say Steph, Stephen Marbury, anyways.
0: So, no, it's football. Uh, yeah, so I was, I was, uh, <laughs> 15 and uh, I, I was hanging out outside of Bolero. Uh, and you know, I was a skater kid, we were skating, we were fighting at you know, fighting after school at you know, Bolero uh, gas station. And uh, I was, I was out there one day, and uh, we we're all like smoking cigarettes, or weed, whatever you know, just like to the shit. <clears throat> uh, Michael Westbrook came out and I mean, if you've ever seen Michael Westbrook, he's like a giant dude. Like he's like, he's like George, he's but me, yeah. a little bit bigger, you know what I mean? So, I mean, a little 15 year old punk ass kid, you know, is hanging outside of his kickboxing studio, his jujitsu academy, you know, smoking cigarettes. Dude, he comes out and he rips me up and he's like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And you know, we started talking to him and I am just like, you know, I, I don't have anything better to do. And he's like, come train. So he gave me my first couple classes for free. I started doing jujitsu, uh, I thought I jiu jitsu and it uh, just kind of took off from there. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. I would love
2: to be in jiu jitsu, but I have a fucked up name. That's not even a skater. But, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some weird tear in my. Ricky would be so not good at jiu jitsu, dude.
1: I don't know, dude. There, if, there's, there's some. Actually, you know what? You are pretty good at being on the back. <laughs> I <laughs> probably, I probably would, dude. I probably would be fucking pretty, pretty. That's good a compliment, you know.
2: Just because, because if you because I've been practicing do. footwork oh, this whole time.
1: But then also, yeah. like
2: you're just waiting to sting I, doors, aren't you? You know, you know, like Karate Kid when he just like practices fucking washing cars and sanding and shit, on wax off. Like, um, I feel like I got some speedy hands from playing the drums, dude. So I don't know, dude, for sure. I feel like if I have to defend myself, I'm not gonna say it like I'm gonna be the one to attack first. Yeah, but if I have to defend, my, you know what I mean. And then plus, um, I've had some people, you know, show me some shit. I've been thrown on the ground a few times too. Where yeah. I'm like, all right, I see how this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah. you know, That's, but I, was, I think, when I was young, I I just got real enveloped into music. Like when I was 15, like around the same 15, 16, um, I started. I was I started skating and, and um, playing music too, playing drum. Yeah, but. That's because I was fatter. At the same time, I chose music because it was easier for me to develop myself. Skating was just like, fuck, man, I can't get past certain hurdles because right. I felt like I had a weight limitation. But I see Instagrammers today with, um, Some big with heavier skating. than than I was. They're you know, I was like, dude, you're just giving yourself excuses.
0: Yeah. That's all
2: I was doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, I feel like I, I I find myself doing that too, man. Like, if I don't want to go train, I'll try to find an excuse, and it's just like got to push through it you know i mean that's that's the days that it, that it really counts the days that you don't want to go to the gym are the days that you have to go to the gym, mm-hmm. you
1: know yeah yeah you develop a, uh, you know stronger discipline doing stuff like that
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure but um yeah so i mean really it all started out with michael westbrook um are you still training with that with that on um, academy there or? no no so i left uh I left Michael Westbrook's Academy maybe a year and a half after I started uh, started training, you know, like the religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found Power MMA, and that, that was like, it, it just clicked. And that was now. Was it a clean you know?
2: transition, though? Did he like?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was all clean. I mean, you know, I just kind of I stopped going for a little while. I got hurt. Uh, I think what really pushed me to go to Power was uh, – my buddy Dylan, he was training at Powell and I was training at Michael Westbrook's. And uh, Dylan wasn't training as much as I was, but he was training in Muay Thai. Whereas at Michael Westbrook's, it was just uh, jiu jitsu and kickboxing. And that's it. And in the year and a half that I was there, we didn't spar once. You know what I mean? Whereas Dylan, he was sparring three times a week if he would go. You know what I mean? So, me and Dylan actually started boxing in his backyard one day, and he was lighting me up. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? I trained so much harder than you. And he's like, dude, we spar every night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, dude, let me let me go try out this Muay Thai thing. And I went and I tried it, and I, I just fell in love with Muay Thai. And I was like, dude, it's like kickboxing on steroids. Oh, no. Like I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. It. I love it. Just stand up and bang
2: it out. It.
1: Elbows and knees.
2: Yeah, I love Muay Thai
1: that kicks my legs and you know, we get fucking dancing your phones and shit dude shins. Hey, hey bro your shins <laughs> are not conditioned like your fucking John Claude Van Damme kickboxing. and then you have to I've never seen kick you kick a tree before I mean, I've i never even seen a, an Don't abrasion tree, on your bro.
0: Uh, John good, Claude Van Damme there's a couple TIE fighters that'll kick down like uh, banana trees I did see, see this ahead.
2: little girl kick a, the shit out of some trees and she fucked it up she yeah. murdered some trees mm-hmm. When you
1: kill all the nerves in the in the front of your, your leg, you're like that. That's the idea. I remember when I, I I trained for I don't know maybe like a year I think like thirteen months something like that. There was this dude Parker, who I I did a lot of jujitsu with, and he was like two forty five, two fifty, and I That's was I was like two thirty. it was, like, right when I first, like, got into lifting weights, like, really trying to be huge and shit like that. Yeah. And I thought it was a great idea to do MMA as well. Never wanted to fight, but my buddy who I grew up with was – he always had this inferiority complex of competition with me because I was younger than him but always bigger than him. So Mm -hmm. he always thought he could, you know, fight me or push me around, and I just fucking beat him up all the time. (laughs) You know, just genetically, I was superior to him. You know what I mean? He just – he couldn't get as big as me even if he tried. And I remember I, got a couple at that. I remember going I to to, the, to train with him and I trained with him and I was like, dude, I'm gonna so much be better at this than you are yeah. just because i the cards are just not in your favor. Oh, you so you know? I started going, but since I was one of the bigger guys, I've only fought with the bigger guys. Right. Like he was only like one ninety. Yeah. So he, you know, there's a lot of guys that are in between like one we'll say one fifty mm-hmm. to one ninety. So, 190. so yeah. You can, I mean, I rolled with some of the one fifties, but like for the most part, there, you know, if there's only four guys my size are bigger. Like it doesn't make sense to have them fucking roll with dudes yeah. that are like hundred pounds less than that. That's so, the
0: crazy thing about jiu-jitsu, man. Is I've I've seen dudes like you. I mean, there there's you know been guys like you with like your build that uh, you know that'll roll with me, and you know the just the strength that dif- the strength difference is just so out of this world. But when you look at it from like a technical standpoint, uh, I, I've seen I mean I've seen dudes that are smaller than me, like 150, 145, you know, go with somebody who's one eighty and just wagging.
1: Oh, I people. got I choked mean, out. Especially
0: those little wrestling kids. I got
1: like, choked out by a dude who's like one forty yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. But what was crazy about Parker is like I rolled with him a lot. Yeah. And I had no fundamentals no mechanics no understanding i was just like one I'm not gonna tap which they're like you're gonna fucking hurt yourself you need to tap this guy's you know he's an amateur fighter at, at this point in his career like he's fought this dude parker shout out to parker Porter. he fought gabriel Gonzaga and shit like that like he no, now no is you know he's an established fucking professional fighter but at the time like i'm rolling around with him he's just and he was really graceful you know and he like he knew what he was doing he didn't have a try to hurt me or anything like that. But like my ignorance was just get choked up, let let him fucking whatever. So I felt the strength and the the mechanics work. And then I remember one day I came in and I was watching him hit a bag. I was like, so this dude's fucking huge and could just jostle you around and choke you out and do all types of shit. And then he's like 6'2", and he's standing, and he's throwing high kicks in a bag, and it sounds like somebody's fucking hitting a car with a baseball bat. Yep. And I'm like, wait a second. Yep. This yeah. dude could also kick the fucking head yep. off of a giant? Like, wait a, like, Nah. So no way. No, no. I'm like, it's I don't want to fucking with man. this dude anymore. And of course, like the, the you know, intrigue and that, I was like, all right, let's fucking, you know. It was funny, too. It was like sparring. I sparred with a couple of dudes, and I've always been... I've always, like, done, like, interest in boxing and stuff like that. So, like, my hands, I would say, I know the fundamentals probably better than your average person. Because I've hit speed bags and did that for years. And, uh, you you know, you spar with a couple of people that are maybe not on your level. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't even say what my level was. Fucking average. Not advanced. Beginner. Novice. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty good. And then I fucking scrapped with somebody who knows how to fight. (laughs) And I just get fucking punched around, like, just punch dumb like like to the point where people have to stop you like yo, this dude just fucking you up and you're big and dumb and you don't understand like he's a southpaw you're just walking into his fucking jab over and over and over again like you you have we have to figure out how you can create a game plan to stop that not just
0: keep getting hit well dude and that's the thing man everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth oh yeah you know what i mean i mean that's that's how it was for my first fight, I was like, oh, I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna do this, 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 and this, and I'm gonna set them up this way, and I'm gonna cut an angle, and I'm gonna put him away, you know what I mean? And dude, you come out and uh I mean, even just like walking out, uh just everything was black. I didn't see any faces, I just saw the ring of my opponent, and I went in there focused. And as soon as I got as soon as I got hit, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like my first fight, I'm like, what is going on? You know what I mean? And then, uh, I just hear my coach screaming. You just like high and tight, high and tight, let him blow his wad. And I'm like, all right. So I, I just listened to my coach and I just like throughout the fight, it was almost like I was a computer. My coach would yell, you know, uh, uh, you know, jab, locate, jab, locate. And as soon as I would hear something that he would call out, jab, locate, boom, You know, get your head offline, jab, boom. You yeah, know, what that's mean? what and every time is. it, every time it landed you know my coach would call it out and i would land it, you know and i, I wound up in, winning my first fight <clears throat> but uh that's the thing man like dude i put my heart and soul in this dude you know what i mean uh and
1: that's why you coined the phrase you like to
0: talk i, like to uh, but I, like to I mean i like to fight before i got into <laughs> i like into, that quote. Uh, fighting I, like I, mean, that fight. I got in a lot of trouble i got kicked out of a lot of schools and you know kind of uh just had a rough time with that. Uh, I just kind of hit a point where I, I didn't want to take shit from anybody. Like, fighting was fun to me. It's like, you're going to talk some shit to me? I'm a fucking poppy. Yeah, 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 Here and now, you know what I mean? There's not none of this pushing, you know, do something, do something. Like, nah, dude, if you get close to me and you tell me, like, like hey, I don't like you and I want to fight you, we're scrapping. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, I'm like, dude, I don't care if the cop's right there. I don't care if the principal's right there. Like, it's going down. Are you know? yeah. going to talk that to me? It's going down. I right never,
1: down. I, I never, I was forced into my first fight by uh, my older cousin who I was terrified of. He was like a, a fucking grown man when yeah. like we were kids, you know what I mean? He's bigger Something than everyone's dad. <laughs> and he was a fucking asshole. Like yeah. he would, he would intentionally hurt you and he would, yeah. and me because we're related. But. I was forced into this fight with this kid because he was there. He's like, "You don't fight him, I'm gonna fuck you up in front of everybody." And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, well, I, I, I mean, you
0: definitely don't want you to like fuck I was me almost kind of so alright like, yes. 'All right, I, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll let you fuck me up because I don't have much of a say in this.' And chances are, if, even if I do fuck this dude up, you're gonna fuck me up after. Yeah. But I was forced into the fight like that, and then, you know, you, you learn stuff as a kid. But after the fact, like I. My dad always told me that it was better to give than to receive. So I never understood why people were like the theatrics. And not, not only that, I was just was like, if I fucking punch you in the mouth first, yeah. chances are you're not going to see that coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just an yeah. advantage. I never understood why people would shove each other and, and shout. So I felt like if I'm going to fight you, if I'm going to get to a point where you you cross that threshold mm-hmm. of me, I feel uncomfortable. As soon as I feel uncomfortable, I'm hanging. Hey, yeah. I don't know fuck what it is we can talk about it after and discuss maybe I made a mistake but i'm I'm nope i'm not I'm gonna allow you to invade my my personal space yeah, and then sure. in that I also learned like a boundary to like I don't feel threatened yeah. you know what I'm saying for a little while there I felt threat as soon as you cross that I felt threatened, so i'll just hate you, you yeah. Know? And, yeah. yeah and fortunately for me I always had a situation where I, I never really went further than that yeah um but being young whatever and in that I learned that whole like I don't feel threatened very much. So I don't need that's to just go too. fucking hammering somebody in the face yeah, yeah. and potentially putting myself in a situation where I might get beat up or have to beat somebody. because realistically, like how important is it really to do any of that yeah, stuff? Exactly. You know? I mean, nobody's yeah. nobody's that, that crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. But, you know,
0: especially when you got kids. kids anymore. Yeah, oh. dude, <laughs> You know, especially when you got kids, that's why i be this thing. I mean, uh, How old are your kids? Even though, uh, so I have a uh, 11-month-old daughter and I have a four uh, year old daughter. Uh, Shout out to daughters. Uh, <laughs> I have a two-year-old right, daughter. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, dude, honestly, I'll walk a thousand miles in the opposite direction, like, when I'm out drinking with buddies or, you know, whatever, uh, to avoid a fight, dude. Like, you know, it... it Guy like you comes up to me and is talking shit. It's like, yeah, I really want to throw down with this huge dude right now. Like, okay, whatever, bro. All right, you you can you can fuck me up. Can I can I go hang out with my friends now? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. But you cross that line and you, you touch me or or you make that that you know, like, oh, what are you gonna do? It's like dude, it's throw down time.
1: Like, yeah, I think for the longest time too, like my perspective was just like you know, seeing things the way that I did growing up. I grew. I developed this bit of an ego that was just like, "How dare you think for one fucking second I won't?" And even if I couldn't, you know, yeah, just the yeah. attitude of like, "How fucking dare you think that you can come over here and like fuck somebody's night up yeah. or do something yeah. like that?" And I got rid of that like most recently. You know, I still kind of have the idea like, "Well, I'll fuck the thumb you in the eye real fast." Like, don't. don't but at the same time, like, Damn, I don't there, know about there's that. well, you know what I mean. But I'm because because totally yeah. I've seen so many things like that happen. I've I've seen so many fucking. Oh, we're gonna we're I gonna have to take a break in. in a second. But I've seen so many things that happen, and, and even if it wasn't engaged with me, like just like on the sidelines, I'm like, bro, all of this shit means nothing. Like yeah. this motherfucker's cleaning his face up off the ground and shit. And for what? You know what I mean? Like, I don't look at this guy any differently. Like, I don't want people to look at me like I'm gonna fly off the handle every second and like potentially cause but I would rather everybody be like, Hey,
0: let's have a good time. I'm safe around him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? Like that's the thing to you, man. Like, uh, you know, my uh I, I've never had somebody tell me this, but uh, my, my girl looked at me one day and she's just like, no, you're really level-headed, man. like you're a really level-headed dude when it comes to like confrontation and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And I think, I think it's just because I've, I've been through, you know, man. Yeah. Like, I, I grew up super rough and I'm like, you're not going to scare me, dude. I mean, I've been jumped, I've been, you know, I, I've been stabbed, like, I you know, I mean, you know, like with a pencil like outside like yeah. go to school, it's you know what not I mean? It's just like no nah, dude, it sucks, yeah. you know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, I mean I've I've had my ass beat like I've had my ass beat by, you know, a couple of people. I've had my ass beat with a gun in my wheel You fuck. know what I mean?
1: Let's um uh, let's take a break so, real quick though. Yeah, we're gonna just yeah. uh pause and then start over finished.
0: again. Um I think George is probably the fittest right now. I'm kinda of like that. I'm oh that fuck that.
1: Way. Um, on that, that train of thought though, I feel like, you know, the way that we live now, you know, maybe not you and I, or people that anybody who's had some sort of traumatic experience and then has learned from it. Um, the way we live now, it's like people can just fly off with their mouth and say things. And like, there's this like sense of safety because there's a lot of people like you and I, or people who've learned, I, I hate, I hate to say these things because I'm not a tough guy. I could be whatever I need to be, but I, I don't want anyone to be like, ah, he's a fucking tough guy. No, no. That's how I am. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't want, I, I just I want to be soft and sensitive and, and, be, and helpful. Yeah. But yeah. you know, when you learn things off the fly like that a lot, like you can analyze situations a lot differently. And I've had so many times in my life, you know, maybe not so recently, but recently to where I like had to pull someone aside and be like, yo, you don't know what's about to happen. What do you mean? I fucking see everything that's going on right here. You know what I'm saying? And and unlike a lot of people that haven't learned these things, and I and I, I use the example of like if you've never been punched in the mouth at random, like you don't know. You know, a lot of people freeze up. Everybody freezes up. You don't know what to do. But eventually, you you know why that happened, or or you see it in other people. And I feel like this newer generation, and it could be not just young young generation. It could be older people too, but that haven't experienced that. Like they're like. You got to have some sort of contingency plan, and yeah. if you don't, your your victim mentality goes from like this big to all of a sudden, why me all the time? You know what yeah. I mean? And
2: you got to get punched
1: in the face once. I feel I, I, gotta get I don't I don't something. I don't like to use that example because it sounds kind of barbaric, but at the same time, like if I oh, hadn't okay. seen the shit that I right. seen, like my my you know I, i've been in relationships where where like the girls like like what are you what are you looking around so much or what do and i'm like because i want to know where the exits are i want to know what's going on why i mean,
0: like, especially in today's world
1: and what's what's especially. because you've been
2: in a situation where you don't you're not traumatized but it's like you've learned from it and it's
1: just it's better to be Extreme. prepared
2: than to not be prepared well yep. what's what's well, sure. very
1: interesting about that and i'll end it, i'll end my part with that is that in the growth that i've seen allowing some of those things to kind of digest and and be left where i found them no longer do i feel the need to analyze like that anymore you know what i'm saying like i know like my second nature is already there i already know like what's going on around me and stuff like that but now like i'll sit in the center of the movie theater
0: right or i'll go into a crowded place and might
1: see some obnoxious shit and, and be right in the middle of it and not have a concern in the world instead of being like all right so this guy the, the 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 this girl over here looks like she's staggering a little bit like i don't i see all that shit but in my head i don't have to tell myself i'm seeing it anymore now i'm more like hey what's going on how's it going da, 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 because yeah. i feel like that like you're aware of it but you're not focused exactly so and that and that change yeah. in energy allows me to maybe change the vibe of something you know what i'm saying yeah for sure. like, instead of you know i had a lot of hard i had a lot of hard times just over analyzing shit like that where i was always like anxious and that's where a lot of my anxiety came from like you know, I'm a big over analyzer.
2: No, I've, I've, I've had, had to learn long to long fucking to. not
1: do that. Because mm-hmm. ever since like
0: I was young, know, I've just always yeah. been that's I mean, that's kind of the path that I'm on right now. I mean, dude, the past two years, I mean, has just been like almost like a train wreck with just stuff that's happened, stuff that I've done, you know, mistakes that I've made, uh, you know, just some traumatic stuff, you know, going down where like dude, that's that's my whole thing right now. I just you know, that I, I'm trying to kind of reshape my mentality to, you know, just be better. Like like not not so much do stuff like that, like try to leave like my old like my old ways behind, you know what I mean? Like dude, we'll be out somewhere, like I'll be with my kids and uh, you know, we'll be like walking around the neighborhood and you know, like the car is like going slow and you know, I'll even like tell my mother like I hate I hate when cars like creep past you, you know what I mean? Just because like, I've been there, like I've been there. I've had people hop out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, but it's like, dude, that's just no way to live your life. Mm -mm. You know? And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like if you, if you're constantly expecting something to happen and you're just on edge about it all the time, uh, there's just no way to be.
1: happy. Well, and I feel like too, you're manifesting those things that potentially happen more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like my attitude has gotten me in more situations and not like an attitude, but like that thought process of yeah. always being there is like, well, I'm preparing for some shit to happen, even though it might never happen. But in my head, I believe at some point it's going to happen. Like I just did away with all this shit. Yeah. It's not going to happen. And if it does, I know what to do, but yeah, exactly. I don't want it to happen. So I'm, I'm going to more or less think that it's not there. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like that change has allowed me to reduce a lot of anxiety and that's that's what i been too
0: and especially like with the whole overanalyzing thing uh i mean if you overanalyze like any one aspect of your life that's gonna in turn bleed into other aspects of your life and you're gonna start analyzing everything you know what i mean and just being that kind of like edgy person all the time
2: mm-hmm,
0: you know? mm-hmm. but uh yeah no dude I, I definitely feel what you're saying with that how did you combat your overanalyzation like, you so, man, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm still trying to combat it. How do you, how do you do <laughs> yeah. that? That's the thing, man. I, I'm trying to figure out the blueprint right now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm on this, uh, just mission to do better and change my life. And, you know, anybody that's not rocking with me, I'm not rocking with you. you know? I, f- I
2: feel like, um, just, you know, step by like little, take things one thing at a time, mm-hmm. but especially like this, talking to people, opening up, you know, and just, if this is like the fucking first step you know just yeah. admitting that you do some shit you know and just thinking about it talking about it with your friends i feel like is probably a good fucking healthy thing that.
0: yeah i mean but, my uh, my first step of uh of this journey really started when uh you know, i i finally admitted to myself that you know i had an addiction to painkillers, and uh yeah. you know i made the decision to tell you know my family and tell everybody that had been left in the dark about it you know that uh this is what's happening and this is why I've been the way that I am. And uh, you know, I checked myself into a detox facility. Um, it wasn't like, you know, my friends and family sat down and were like, hey, you got a problem or anything yeah, like it that. Like you know, I, I finally just, I got done living like that, man. You know? Um, and uh, so I've been sober for a week and a couple days now. Um, for the first time in a while, you know, and I feel great. You know, and now I'm just trying to kind of pick up the pieces of uh, of my, you know. Well, and I think up too that I neglected.
1: I think too understanding of like where that addiction comes from, like, and then also, yeah. you know, you know, people here. I grew up with when that like whole pill and heroin epidemic thing like really hit. Like I had kids in high school that died from fucking heroin overdoses and shit, just yeah, because yeah. of Oxycontins of and all this and that yeah. and, da, da, da. and it was never my thing. I never understood it all that much, but I mean, it's very it, it exists. It's huge, yeah. and I think <laughs> that people don't understand that, you know, when it comes to like pain management and how yeah. that part of it starts, because mm-hmm. most people think that they're just copping pills and just partying that. And, you know, there are people out there that are like, oh, you know, this is my drug of and choice.
0: Doctor prescribed. But I have a lot of friends. Yeah, I have,
1: I have a very well, I mean, we don't talk anymore, but a very yeah. close friend of mine who became a, a legitimate junkie because, yeah. you know, he had to. I mean, he went through some seriously physically traumatic things where he should have died. Yeah. And then he was given, you know, so many Oxycontins and Percocets a, a, a month or whatever. And then that continued to get more. And then once, you know, they don't explain to you that, like, using these things at that level, you do develop tolerance. And your body goes from, like, using them for pain management to, like, health management. And it, and it's That's something thing, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people don't – I don't think people really give that part of it, like, the awareness oh, that needs yeah. to be there because it's like, you know, people are taking these things for the right reasons, yeah. but they don't explain to you, like – yeah, they're they're narcotics. They're addictive for or a habit yeah. forming. Yada yada yada. But like, like they'll fuck you up if you continue. You know.
0: Yeah. What well, I mean? that's that's the thing, man. Is uh, you know it, exactly what you're saying. You know that there's definitely some serious you know communication issues with it. You know what I mean? I'm, it's like insurance. You know, insurance wouldn't help me uh, go into a detox set. It wouldn't help me go to a rehab or anything. They basically I call them and. They told me, you know, we don't cover that sort of thing. You have, you know, a short term plan and blah blah blah. And I'm like, they'll cover you, you guys to get help. the drugs. You guys will help get the pills, but you won't help me get off. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then it comes down to your money. Yeah. You know? it's, it's totally but, fucking. But that's the thing, exactly what you were saying, where you know it starts off, uh, you know, as pain management. I mean, you know, obviously as a fighter, like, I got fucked up. back. you know, I, I I can't tell you a fighter that doesn't. Um, you know, and then it got to the point where I was taking them because I was masking things that I was feeling inside. And when I was high, I didn't have to mask it, you know what I mean? And then like my grandma drowned, um, you know, last year and, uh, you know, that hit me hard cause she had a huge part in raising me, you know, and, uh, just some other traumatic stuff happened and, you know, I just didn't want to feel it anymore. You know what I mean? I got yeah. to the point in my life where I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. You know, and those those pills will make you take a bucket. Substance, say, it, substance, substance
1: in general. I mean, it, it's not just yeah. pills. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever the alcohol, love fits, ca- you know what I mean? Caffeine, everything. I've yeah. I've had my vices and stuff like that. It's so a mindset. Yeah, and, and, and that's
0: that's what I figured out.
1: What's most suitable is going to yeah. always prevail over you mm-hmm. know sitting down and be like, all right, let's do this the right way, and yeah. you know, talk about your feelings and get over yeah. the shit, mourn, <laughs> grieve, etc.
0: You know, and that's and that's that's hard for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is only a select few people that you know that I'm, I'm open with, and you, you guys being two of them, um, you know. But uh, I mean, there's family that doesn't know what what I've been through. I mean, I literally just called my brother yesterday, and like you know, he asked me how I was doing and stuff like that. and I was like, oh yeah, I checked into a detox. Room. He's like, for what? I'm like, dude, I have been taking painkillers for a while. Man. He's like, dude, I had no idea. Yeah, you know what I mean, but that's the thing. It, it started out as like a pain thing and then turned into more of a health thing where, it, I mean, like the percocets I was taking, weren't even touching my pain. Anymore, yeah. You know? Or they weren't making me feel good anymore. Then I just needed them not to feel sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I started taking more because I was trying to chase a high, you know, and it gets to the point where, you know, you're taking five, six, seven Perkins a day, you know, and then I just pulled Turkey off. Yeah. You know, was, that's that's amazing. I mean, I, I, I put my family through a lot. I put you know, people that I love through a lot, but
1: that's kind of where I'm at now.
0: Is like, I, I look like for the past couple years, I've been doing nothing but fucking up and, you know, uh, for the, for the next couple of years, all I'm going to be doing is repair. You know, means just is, that means healing is, is,
1: is the best way to do it. I and mean, we learning how to, yeah. you know, I'm trying to do the same thing one way or another. And, uh, I feel like for most people that shit's scary as fuck because yeah. it just means that you're gonna stare yourself in the face and and you know accept things for what they are and you know figure out a way to move past it you know
2: but you have things to focus on you
0: know yeah like, yeah like, absolutely yeah I got it. I got kids right. uh you know gonna be in another movie in April uh you know fighting I mean I'm, you're gonna be in. all right we haven't even touched on that <laughs> so that's the other thing you like to do you like
2: you like not that you like to do. You got into a movie role uh, a couple years ago called Noxious, yeah, mm-hmm. which is now on Amazon Prime. I think you can rent it. You can't watch it for free anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was on Netflix too, right? No, no, no. No, it, it was on, on Prime. Yeah, just on Prime. Um, but then they're they're shooting it around, and then mm-hmm. I I saw it. so. And the most flattering part. I don't mean to to fucking pull me into it, but my fucking haircut was in the movie that I did on Trent for it. So, anyways, dude, I saw you acting. Hold on, hold on. I I saw him acting, dude, and he's a fucking natural, dude. He kills. He's like, I was impressed, and when you told me that that's what was said about you from the people that were working with you, Mm. I was like, man, I can't wait to see what you're, you know, because I know you're into... MMA, you know? Yeah. And then this shit was just left field.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, totally left field. All right, so go ahead. First of all, dude, I want to shout you out. Uh, everybody, Rick opened up the shop on a Sunday. I was so stressed out. It was my first day filming um, on a Sunday. Um, I had been going to table reads all week, and I was just stressed out beyond all belief. Like, I had never been this stressed in my life, not for a fight, nothing, you know, because it was totally new to me yeah and there are like some seasoned actors that you know were there for the production of the movie and so i'm like what What do they want with me you know what i mean not even nervous just stressed stressed out so i didn't even know that it was sunday i thought it was monday and i asked i text rick i was like hey bro we're gonna film in like two hours do you think you can cut me up real quick and it dude it was a sunday morning he opens the shop at like nine o'clock and yeah, yeah, yeah. we're the only people in here. And, you know, he, he cut me up and was like, dude, I got you. You know what I mean? So, dude, shout out to you, bro. That's, yeah, man. that's some homie shit right there.
2: Um, A thousand percent. I was excited for you.
0: Oh, and I um, luckily,
2: I, I at that man. moment I didn't have shit going on, dude. You yeah, know? yeah. Like you know, luckily that that morning I wasn't at church. Otherwise, <laughs> it would have been a yeah. sticky situation. Yeah, dude, for sure. Yeah. But anyways, that was dope, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just oh, want yeah. to say that yeah. was um check that movie out. It's called Noxious. Yeah, Noxious. And it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amazon and, Prime. Um. Also, this is like really just to finish it up, man. But so you're into fishing?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Everything else. Yeah. I cut one of your other homies up and he told me that's one of his big main passions in his life. That he shout likes out to just Bryce. get away you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Shout out to Bryce. But so he got you into that and then yeah. was just like one time and then you caught something and then now you do it as well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so like, what, what's it about fishing that you like to go out and <laughs> here you
0: go? With of course. Um, yeah, dude. So Bryce, yeah, he, he got me hooked on fishing no pun intended. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I had been out probably, like, 50 times with my brother, yeah. and I had never right. even felt it right. I went out with Bryce, and I caught a little bugle and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. You know, so, yeah, dude, um, I fell in love with it, man. I, I mean, I go fishing by myself. Just like a fishing bear. With yeah, it's, it's like the way that my life is mapped out um, and has been mapped out uh, since yeah, I can yeah. remember it is, like, violence, 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 violence. So now it's like I go train, I go spar, well, yeah, eat, and then like I go it. fish right after. Yeah, and it's like violence, peace, violence, peace, really? controlled violence, peace. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's super therapeutic. Yeah. That's what's up, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I, f- I feel like um, that's like an important part of just. Reflecting, getting yeah. away from everything, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody needs mm-hmm. something like that, dude. You know what I mean? That where you can just kind of step away, even if it's not fish, but just go walk around a
0: lake or something. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. even just the drive up. Yeah. You know, like you drive up to the river at night. It's like the most peaceful thing you've ever got.
2: There's this one particular um skate park next to a lake that I like to go to. And I think it's probably because of that reason. Yeah. Like off in the distance I can see the water. And it's just peaceful yeah. as shit. You know what I mean? For I yeah, yeah yeah also the sight of water is supposed yeah. to be like soothing and therapeutic at the same time oh dude for sure but yeah. um yeah i was just gonna say that's that's something that i i just wanted to touch on because um that's important with all of, all the shit going on i mean it's just important to remind yourself to just you know go out and relax and, and mm-hmm. do something for yourself mm-hmm. because there's a lot of you know chaos and shit you know and everybody's always going through something right
0: oh for sure but yeah, um, absolutely
2: man. i just want to say man and it was um I'm more than fucking stoked that you're able to come on, you know, yep. share your story, talk about a few things, man, and mm. open up. Um, I, I felt like it made a really good podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I mean, dude, there's stuff that we didn't even touch on, bro. So this won't be the anytime last time. Anytime here, you want sure. me on, man, you let me know, bro. We'll, yeah, we'll this shouldn't we'll be the set last time. a topic time. and I'll come in here and throw some heat. Oh, I appreciate it, George. take a the phone, the a phone call.
2: Yeah, we're at the shop. Dude, we do this podcast at the barbershop, shop. dude. Barber yeah. Shop. yeah. We Measure them,
1: man. Measure them. Oh, so we're done? Um, we're, well, we could be. Did you have anything you want to um, say? I wanted to bring to everyone's attention. Um, You got a friend, you know, a brother, uh, a dad, uh, an uncle, and any man in your family, or you just see a guy walking down the street, all right? You can see his mid drift. You can see a little bit of his lower back, you, a gosh. little bit of his stomach. Take it easy, bro. Um, just do me a favor and remind him. Just remind him that not all shirts are created equal. Just let them know that the, the, the writing, usually located on the tag or the back of the shirt, either written in some sort of ink or painted or whatever the fuck they do. That signifies. The correct size of the shirt, and if you see someone walking around that has a specific stature and it looks like this shirt might not be the one for them, do them a favor. And right? if
0: you see lower back the <laughs>
1: do them a favor. And if you if, if you can't find someone of equal stature that's wearing a shirt, just let them know. Dude,
0: that's what I'm saying. Just be
1: there Just give them a give, give them a shirt. <laughs> give them the shirt. and point out where that information is located so that they don't make that mistake. Dude, I,
0: get, I, bro, I've got a, I've got a bag full of boxing in my Yeah, dude, that's
1: fine. <laughs> that's fine. You can give them all to Rick. Maybe you can cover up his midriff I love my midriff Fuck. Oh, hey. All right. Uh, we got a phone this call. This has been an excellent uh, podcast, travel, <laughs> man. Um. grown mentioned mention mediums. Uh. And yeah, 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 Shout out to my, my midriff Hey. Real quick oh cool, that
0: they called me they called me extra schmedium when I first started jujitsu <laughs> because I dried my gear <laughs> and <laughs> shrunk and I came to class and I was like and <laughs> like, 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 my was like up to FD. here and they were like, you no, know, Schmedium, extra schmedium. Extra
2: Schmedium <laughs> was my name.